0: We began to rock steady, steady, steady rocking, rocking
1: all, all night long. long.
0: We began to rock mm. Mm. Steady. steady. Okay, hey, everybody. <laughs> okay, here comes our son back in the door. Uh, you didn't find a wallet. All right. Um I've hijacked the podcast while my dad gets his wallet so I can go to the store. And yeah, buy buy uh groceries oh, for everyone. That's great. On this lonely that's Thursday awesome.
1: Night. You're also going to get buy a water burger
0: Shake. Water Burger want, Shake. I hear him coming back. A shot
1: a burger wake. All right, God bless.
0: Hey everybody, we're glad that you're joining us today and we have a great episode we want to share with you. Erica and I have been thinking through, like, the difficulty of engaging with people with special needs and families with special needs. Yeah. And even helping maybe have friends with special needs, kids or family members, and just let's talk through how to to handle those situations that uh, are intimidating. Yeah, and
1: engage with people.
0: Yeah. So... Let's talk about it. My name is Robin Steele.
1: I'm Erica Steele.
0: And you're listening to the Made Meaningful Podcast. All right, so... We're really glad to be with you today, and um, we may have to edit some things out here because laying on Erica's lap is our 12-week-old pug. Perry. Perry, yeah. And if you know anything about pugs, they snore. And She's snoring.
1: She's snoring, but she's doing actually doing a really good job being mostly quiet right now.
0: Yeah, so hopefully she'll just... Not be too loud. We're glad to be back.
1: Yeah. It's been a little bit, but not as long as last time. Last time was like...
0: Three months. Yeah, it was a long This was stretch. a month and a half. So, <laughs> for those of you that are new to the podcast, uh, we are like the anti-official podcast people. Right. We're just raw and real. We're going to just do it when we can do it. And we we do want to... Our goal is one a month. and yeah. we get, We're getting close to being back to that. Right. So. Anyway, today we want to tackle a subject that is uh, very important and it's very tough for Mm -hmm. a lot of people Mm -hmm. because most people don't have special needs family members. Like friends or... Immediate family members. Yeah. But there's always that time when you see someone in the supermarket or at school or at church and you're like, what do I say? Right. What do I do? Totally. And so we've been doing this for 19 years as a family of special needs, and we are passionate about helping people in those awkward moments so that they're not awkward, you know, just put everybody at ease. And so we want to share with you some of the things that we've gone through and uh, maybe help you guys, especially those of you that are not used to it, not familiar with it. Like, what should I do if, um, you know, someone comes up to me and they have disability or Mm -hmm. they're unable to talk? Mm -hmm. Just how, how to, you know, disarm that situation and be, be appropriate, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the, you know, we've faced lots of moments like this over 19 years. I mean, I have several pretty distinct memories. One of them we may have actually discussed here on the podcast. Um, But uh, one of them that stands out in my mind is when Kennedy was probably seven years old or eight. And we were at the uh, playground with the boys and some other friends. And some kids came up and were like, what's wrong with her? You know, and and I've always said I love kids because they're just so honest. They're. Super transparent. They're not politically correct. And, you know, and sometimes they can be hateful, but for the most part, they're just curious and they just want to be, they just want to understand what's going on.
0: I've never experienced anyone being hateful directly to us. No kids. The kids are not afraid to say what they are thinking. Right. Adults, most of the time, adults freeze Yeah. You know, like, they're so careful, they don't want to say the wrong thing.
1: Or they just um, ignore Kennedy.
0: Yeah, they don't want to stare.
1: Right, right.
0: So anyways, they're they're like doing it out of a good heart, Mm -hmm. because they don't Mm want to do, you know, they don't want to make fun, they don't want to say something inappropriate. And honestly, just don't know what to say. So they will ignore, they will look the other way, they will you know correct their kids if their mm-hmm, kids are staring mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and so what can happen to that special needs family is they can begin to feel isolated and ignored right and actually the opposite happens from what the person is wanting to happen right you know like yeah. they the person is trying not to be offensive and kind of and ignoring the family they kind of are being aff- offensive but anyway so Um, it feels good to be able to help people in those situations so that hopefully they can engage with families and people.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, what we say here and what our, our perspective is, is not everyone's. I mean, there are families that are, um, have a different perspective Mm -hmm. and don't want to be asked and don't want questions brought to them. Um, and, and they just have a different perspective on things. But I think in general, the the majority of people we have come across are really open to people asking questions and wanting to understand and know more.
0: Yeah. I was going to say the same thing, you know, There's an asterisk beside this podcast of, like, this is our opinion. You may run into somebody that's different. Anyway. Right. So the first, you know, thing I want to talk about is that awkward moment when people just don't know what to say. Yeah. And so they don't say anything at all. And we've always thought we would much rather someone just show interest Mm-hmm. In a kind way, right? In a compassionate way, right? Showing interest is very disarming to me.
1: Totally, and I think um, when we say that, that doesn't mean that we want to have a full blown conversation like, "What is her diagnosis? Does she take a lot of medicine? What is this like in your life?" Like, we're not asking for um, an interrogation of life with Kennedy. I think it's really more. Just um, just saying hi, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, of course, unless you're in a conversation with us, obviously, we're open to all those questions. But I think in, in the general sense, whenever you come up to somebody in a public setting that has special needs, just saying, hi, how are you? Good morning. You don't even have to ask a question. Yeah. Just good morning. Bye.
0: You know, it sounds so obvious
1: Mm-hmm. Like everybody
0: would think that that's the case,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but we want to sh- we want to tell people that hey, it's it it happens so often, right? That people like turn their head, yes, and don't want to look at us, right? So just a basic eye contact, mm-hmm. smile.
1: Mm-hmm. How
0: are you doing? If that's all people did, yeah, it would be so much better.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think it is just a simple um, simple things because, you know, just like Kennedy, not all, um, special needs people can speak. And, um, so I think that's where it leaves people feeling a little uncomfortable because they're not sure, like what's their cognitive ability? What are, are they able to speak? Can they not speak? And people, it's really hard to be vulnerable. I mean, that's, that's something that I think is, um, just in general, we we really have a hard time being vulnerable and stepping out and and possibly embarrassing ourselves, even though it wouldn't be embarrassing to the other people. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing ourselves and and being vulnerable in mm-hmm. the fact that we're like saying hello, how are you, and may not get a response or um or whatever, you know. I okay, think- let me
0: stop you for a second. I want to get there, but I want to ask you something else, and that is, you know, there's a difference between talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the doc's starting to snore very loudly. Um there, we said look you know, looking in the eye, mm-hmm. smiling. Uh, but if someone were to want to say something, you yeah. know, about our daughter or situation, um that's welcome you know like we we would yeah. love to talk about it we you know personally we have no problem with it we right. we're very comfortable talking about Kennedy's situation mm-hmm. no matter who who it is yeah um so what are some things that people can say that would kind of open that conversation up and just show their heart i'm thinking maybe hey I'll, you know obviously hey how are you doing they're talking to us
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah um I'd love to know more about your daughter. Yeah. I'd love I'd love yeah. to know more about her. Can you tell me more about yes. her?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think you said it. That's it. Can and you that, tell me more about your daughter? I'd like to know yeah. more about her or or um Yeah. I mean, I think that's a great great. I'd like way to know to her start. story. Short yeah. version. Yeah.
0: That gives the person the opportunity to really say whatever they want.
1: Right. And and not feel like they have to go into every detail.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now let's talk about our particular situation. And I think this is what you were getting into earlier. And that is someone that is nonverbal, or you're not sure if they're nonverbal or not. Right. Like Kennedy. Mm-hmm. People often are not sure. Do I talk to Kennedy? Right. Do I not talk to Kennedy? Because Kennedy cannot talk. So
1: what do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I think it's hard. And honestly, as a parent, I think, um, and and I think it's maybe because I'm just uh, super sensitive to how other people feel. I feel, I personally feel a little awkward or a little like, oh, you know, for them like, oh, you don't don't worry. Like, I want to reassure them. Don't worry. You just, just say hi to her. There's no expectation. She's not going to respond to you. She may even look the other direction, you know, Yeah. but your words being spoken to her, honor her as a person.
0: Yeah, I think so. Speaking to her is incredible. It does honor her Mm -hmm. and it matters. But I have felt the same thing that you felt which is, oh, are they going to be disappointed when Mm -hmm. she doesn't say something back? Mm -hmm. And even if people know she's nonverbal, are they going to be disappointed that she doesn't smile at them? Because, you know, we're always posting pictures of Kennedy smiling, Mm -hmm. and she smiles Mm -hmm. a lot. She She does smile smile.
1: a lot, but she also sticks out her tongue and frowns a lot. and gags and does a lot of other things that we spare people of on social media. Yeah, we have
0: these little lines of like, well, she's not feeling too good today. Uh-huh. Or, she's kind of cranky right now. Or, or she's, she's sleepy. sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So I guess the bottom line is, you know, please say something to Kennedy if yeah. you would like to, uh, but just don't have any expectation, you know, I guess right. a, a response because, right. you know, sometimes it happens and it's golden hmm when it does happen mm-hmm. and then totally. sometimes it doesn't
1: yeah and I think um you know I would say to parents with kids teaching your kids how to interact with other people that are different from them um by just saying hi yeah just say hi you know yeah. and also gosh to kids and adults I would say, if you can't say hi, if you can't bring yourself to do those things, then staring is still rude. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you're not going to bring yourself to say hello or to be friendly, then don't stare. Like Smile, we all understand. I'm. On. I mean, when someone with special needs comes into a restaurant or a place that I'm in, I want. I'm curious. I want to look, but I'm not going to stare at them. Um, unless I intend to say hello or smile at them and make eye contact um, because it's just not kind.
0: Yeah, so just the other day, um, this past Sunday, there was a special needs adult that came to church uh, with his mom. And uh, he was probably 30 years old. So the two of them came together. I saw them in church. After church, I just, you know, I saw them in our student center And I went up to them and started talking to him, and I had no idea if he was verbal or nonverbal. And but I I have like this sort of test sentence or greeting. Mm -hmm. I always want to look at them in the eye and greet them, say hello to them, and introduce myself. And then you know, however they respond, totally fine. Yeah, they respond if they don't, right? Whatever. But I always want to give them that respect of that greeting yeah for sure obviously whoever's with him
1: yeah absolutely yeah really i think that's important too (laughs) i mean people often um will greet kennedy and and not say anything to her nurse and man kimberly is part of the team yeah in a serious way i mean she's been with us for for nine years It's been a long, long haul. She knows every detail about us probably more than most anybody else. So, um, yeah, acknowledging everybody that's there is important.
0: Is there anything that people should not do or say?
1: Well, I mean, I think like I was saying a second ago, you know, don't stare like it's okay to look and glance. I would be curious too. And I think that's our natural human tendency, but don't turn it into a staring situation, and um, and then just the basic stuff. You know, be mindful. It's just like any, um, any situation. Don't don't make fun. Don't make fun of people and their um, situations because you don't know what they're dealing with. I mean, gosh, I can't even count the number of stories I've heard from moms with autistic children that are in the store and their kids having a meltdown. And, um, people just assume that that kid is behavioral, behavioral problems and, and acting bad yeah. and, and they should be disciplined. And, yeah. and so, um, really assuming the best is super important.
0: Yeah. I, I can think of one that people have said to us over the years that we have learned to, we learned to laugh at it now, but at the beginning it was it was very tough. And that is, people would come up to us and just man, they just had such a good intention, but they would say, you know, God gives special kids to special parents. Yeah, mm-hmm. you must be special parents. Mm. Don't say that.
1: Don't say that. No, don't say it <laughs> because. Nobody. There, nobody wants to be that special <laughs> parent. <laughs>
0: All right, let's finish this up by talking about simple ways that people can help their friends that have special needs kids yeah. or a sibling or a parent or whatever. You know, they're caregivers. Yeah. And, you know, how could someone really help those people?
1: Gosh, I think there's a whole list of things, honestly. I mean, there are things like and it seems so simple but just texting and saying hey i'm passing through can i drop off can i pick up anything at the grocery store yeah. can i um come stay with your kid for an hour or two while you go grab something to eat mm-hmm. or can i um you know is there any are there any errands to run often families with kids with disabilities um, find themselves really struggling to plan ways to get out and get things done because if they don't have nursing care, like we do a large chunk of the time, yeah. um, they have to be really strategic about how they're going to plan to find support, to be mm-hmm. able to get out, to run the errands, to do the things. Um, so those are some some ways.
0: Yeah, I think also hanging out with them. You know, yes, sometimes yeah. it's hard to have friends because people don't want to hang out with you. I mean, it sounds terrible, but right. Um, but either. I think
1: I think that just goes back to what we were discussing earlier. You know, it's just a it's it's making yourself vulnerable and getting out there and being willing to um, interact and learn people's differences. So it's not so uncomfortable because the truth is, it's uncomfortable for all of us initially. Yeah. Even even for parents that have kids with disabilities. We know our kid really well, but we don't know somebody else's kid um, or adult child really well. So we have to be vulnerable and get out there and learn them as well. It's, so it's not just um, because you don't have someone in your home or your family or friend circle that um, you know personally. Um, it's just common to everybody to, to being vulnerable and getting out there is, uh, takes a lot.
0: So asking them what you could do to help them, uh, dropping off food, yeah, uh, running errands, praying hang, for them, praying—that's praying a good for one. Them. Mm-hmm. We need prayer. Yes, we need to pray for each other. Yes, prayer matters. Prayer yes. works.
1: Yes, especially parents of teenagers.
0: Yes, they're <laughs> uh, not special needs. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> so, okay. any parent. Needs prayer. Any spouse needs prayer. We all need prayer. Yes. Single adults need prayer. Okay, anyway. So pray for people. Right. Um, The power of prayer is amazing. Pray for for people. Pray for their energy, their sanity, their creative space, workspace, finances. Finances can be very difficult. Yeah. Uh, Pray for healing in physical bodies. Yeah, it's great. And then I I think maybe a huge thing that everybody can do is be an advocate for your friends. Right. You know, be an advocate for those that don't have a voice. Right. And that means speaking up about special needs, uh, bringing attention to it. Yeah. If someone is joking about someone with special needs, speak up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if there's ever a time when there's an event being planned and it's going to be upstairs, mm-hmm. uh, ask the question, is anyone coming in a wheelchair? Is yes. there an elevator? Yeah. You know, um, when people are parked in handicapped spots and they are not handicapped. Hey, that's a handicapped spot. Right. Are you handicapped? I mean, right. that's bold. It is bold. One time and Erica went to a uh, police officer <laughs> that was parked <laughs> in a handicapped spot in Lockhart School District. What'd you do?
1: I you know what? I think I may have blocked that out. <laughs> I mean I vaguely remember it and I even have a picture of it, but I just was like, Where is where's the officer?
0: You went into You school? are parked
1: in a handicapped Striped area, and I cannot get my daughter out of the car.
0: You told the officer that? Yeah. And what did he say?
1: I it, literally don't remember. I just know he went out and moved the car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so awesome. Just like... so, That's not
1: going to work. You're supposed to be a defender, dude. Yeah. So, anyway.
0: Yeah, so... Yeah,
1: but we're not, like, advocating getting in fights. So... No. Um, you can say something, but if the person, like, goes... Typically, what Cray.
0: happens is when you say something, people go, oh, my goodness. They hadn't thought about it. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like people are just inherently evil trying to be mean to special needs. They just don't think. They're just not thinking Cray. about it. So if, yeah. if you can speak up and you can say something mm-hmm. to help your friends, help those with special needs in those environments, it's huge. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all, we're wrapping it up. Yep. We love you guys so much. And uh, we'll see you next time.
1: All right, bye.